Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today we have a great travel policy malicious compliance story. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, are you sure you want to do this? I give you 15 minutes. I used to work for a rainforest named company several years ago that primarily focused on shipping and delivering packages and orders from their customers online. Specifically, I worked at one of the distribution warehouses that was the last stop for packages that were to be loaded into those blue vans that bring your new stuff to your front door. Big trucks would unload packages throughout the night to be sorted and prepped by the workers and then the full bags of packages would be loaded onto vans in the morning to be delivered by the drivers to houses. This system repeated every day with only two, sometimes three, shifts of workers. And as luck would have it, I was happily placed on night shift. The work was simple, if not exhausting, and being at night meant we didn't have to worry about the heat as much as day shift. I won't go deep into detail about how every job worked, but I'll try to give enough detail to help you give a good idea of what happened. After the usual new hire period where I was just trying to find my groove and get used to the hustle and bustle of the warehouse, I found myself assigned to one of the nightly jobs that was unanimously described as the most difficult job there. And honestly, I completely agree with that. The packages would be unloaded from the trucks onto the conveyor belt and need to be pushed to one side of it or the other, depending on which side of the building they would need to be going to. The packages would have a sticker with a letter A to Z followed by other indicators for where it would go later. The letter determining which aisle it was supposed to be in, and in turn, which half of the building it would need to be on, based on where that aisle was compared to the belt. With me so far? Good. Because if standing beside the belt, pushing and pulling boxes and paper packages for several hours, based on a letter sounds like an easy job, congrats! You would be placed across from me to get your brain melted by the pace we had to work at. Imagine, if you will, a rhythm-based video game set to a high difficulty and then replace the buttons or notes with packages of different sizes. That would be a fairly close representation of what you would be staring at for not a few minutes, but several hours. Things would get so overwhelming that some workers would give up halfway through the night after getting too dizzy from having the rollers of the belt spinning in their vision for too long. The nights were even harder when holidays came around and the belt would be absolutely packed with boxes falling off of the side on the regular. But then you would look up across the belt, weary from the never-ending monsoon of labels and letters and see me listening to nearby music and moving packages around like I had two extra arms and was some kind of splitting god. I will admit, it did take a while to get used to the flow when I first started, and it did put a bit of strain on the eyes but I would honestly just shut my brain off and let my eyes become unfocused as I just autopiloted the job like a madman. No one ever did better than me at this job during my time there. That's not my words, that was everyone who ever tried to replace me from that spot. Like when our unwitting antagonist of the story finally enters, a manager from day shift that we'll call Sam. Occasionally, managers would switch around from the different shifts to make sure they all knew how the place functioned properly. Cool, no problem. I got in for my shift on the night Sam was to manage our shift for once. 
I gave the usual hellos and ironic good mornings to everyone preparing for the night shift and went up to the job board. Everyone got assigned with a little name badge next to the one they would do that night as they came in. And since I was usually one of the first ones there, I would just say hi to the night manager as I moved my own name to the splitter position as we both knew that it was my spot. This night, however, I went through those same motions, said hi to Sam placed my tag on splitter and went to go prepare the split zone for my day. A few minutes later, I get called over to the job board. Sam says, so hey, I wanted to let you know that I moved you to section A for the night. Go ahead and get a scanner set up and head on over. Me confused, but what about the splitting? Sam says, don't worry, we'll have it covered. We just need you over in A. I had already set up my place at the split zone so I could handle it at my best and he was already moving some stuff away so he could do whatever he was doing for the night. It was basically just a couple of package racks for damaged stuff I pull off the belt, as well as a place for my small speaker. I was a bit confused as the package count was higher than average that night and a good splitter really takes a load off of a lot of the other jobs down the line. Me with a serious face saying, Are you sure you want to do this? Sam, confused, says, Do what? I say, Are you sure you don't want me up here? It's supposed to get pretty busy tonight. Sam waving me off says, We'll be fine. If it gets too busy, one of us managers can jump in to help. When he said that, I actually chortled aloud briefly and shook my head. I had seen the managers split before, and none of them would last the whole night if they had to do it. Very few could, and I was unrivaled at the job, so I knew what was about to happen. The first trucks had already pulled in, and they looked pretty beefy to start with. I did some rough estimation. All right. I'll give you 15 minutes. Sam says, huh? 15 minutes? I say, yep. Gotta go get a scanner now. Not much time before that belt starts and I have to get ready again. He had actually seemed confused as I walked off to get ready for my new job. I was a little bummed in all honesty. Splitting was my favorite job with how I could just shut off for a bit while doing it. Kind of like being in a trance or meditating. But the man said what the man said. Once the belt started, I went along doing my job scanning and placing packages in bags. Not much to say other than it was slow and boring, but I kept an eye on my watch. Sure enough, barely 10 minutes passed when one of the lane supervisors, Ambassador, entered my lane. Ambassador said, hey OP, me smiling, they need me up front, don't they? Ambassador also smiling said, yep, they just radioed it in. I'm here to take over until they get a replacement here. Me checking my watch, five minutes ahead of schedule too must be pretty bad the ambassador says they've already had to pull jackpot back to the front twice i say i guess i'll go save the day jackpot was a term we used for any packages that reached the end of the belt without being sorted they were put in a large container and wheeled back to the front to do the whole run of it again i handed the scanner to her and quickly made my way to the split zone it was absolute mayhem I saw the poor replacement splitter and two managers, including Sam, trying to calm the monster that was this night's intake. Packages were falling from the belt, people were being buried to their knees, and Sam looked like his eyes were about to explode with how wide they had gotten. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I took a deep breath and cracked my knuckles mid-stride as I moved to the front of the line. I say, I've got this. Get those packages picked up and put into a jackpot. Sam, I'm going to need those racks back over here once it's cleared up. Other splitter, back up a bit and double check my work. There was absolutely zero room for debate as everyone had no choice but to listen to what I said as I began to split the belt like I was conducting three orchestras at once. That 10 minutes I was gone took me another 20 to get things running smoothly again. Needless to say, I was thanked for the rescue and told to stay there for the rest of the night, much to my pleasure. Sam also proceeded to ensure that I was designated splitter every night I was there to avoid further problems. They also started to include me in conversations on how to train new splitters for the nights I was out, and any advice to pass along from my own experiences. I guess it sometimes does pay to be so good at a job that no one can question you. Aside from a couple future stories I might tell some other time, there were still nights that they put me at other jobs, but it was usually slower nights. I would usually be called up if someone gave up or it got busy though, which I didn't mind too much as long as we were clear that at the end of the night, that was my spot. I just don't understand, new manager or not, if you go into a situation where everybody is kind of unanimously going to say, yeah, OP thrives in that position, they've got that locked down, why you would ever think it's a good idea to pull them off of there? That said, our next story is, you want to be strict with the camping site rules? Then let's be strict with the rules. Context, few weeks ago I was touring Europe in my car and caravan with family. Usually people are very nice on camping sites with their temporary neighbors, but this incident was a big exception to that rule. Story, we arrived to a very large camping site in the middle of Sweden late afternoon, and after getting our keys and a printout info, campsite rules and local tourist attractions, etc., actually like a magazine, from the reception, We went to find our designated pitch to set up the caravan so we could start relaxing after hours and hours of driving. Now it might be relevant to see how the pitches and driveways are set up for the story to make better sense. For context, imagine there's two streets. Let's say I've been assigned spot 67 facing one street and the old geezer of the story has pitch 58 which is behind me facing the other street. So we release the kids to go find a playground and start the process of setting up camp. I back up the caravan to the pitch, detach the car, manually crank the support legs down and so on, when a grumpy old geezer approaches yelling, FOUR METERS! FOUR METERS! It was hot, I was sweating from the manual work, and a bit confused, so I ask, perhaps a bit sharply, what is he going on about? He manages to explain that the rules say the caravans have to be 4 meters, about 13 feet, apart, and that I absolutely must move my caravan which is already halfway done setting up camp. 
Now I admit that I did put my caravan only about one meter, little over three feet from the back of the pitch, but this jerk has his own caravan roughly the same distance or less from the perimeter, and his front tent's ground lines are on our pitch. I go around checking the situation and leave my wife to talk with the geezer. I come back around after maybe 30 seconds and see my wife upset. Before I can ask why, she tells me that the geezer told her verbatim to go back to Finland after she had pointed out that his tent cords are attached to our side. So I get angry. I'm positively seething and for a moment I consider getting physical, but then I decide to get petty instead. So I go to undo the setup we've already done. I move the caravan, double check that I'm within the rules. This took me about 7 minutes. Then I go tell the geezer that I've now complied. So if you want to be strict with the rules, then let's be strict with the rules. Your own caravan is clearly in violation of the rules, so move the freaking thing or I promise I'll go to the reception and complain. I was so angry that I remember my hand shaking while I emphasized my message with finger pointing. So I was pretty angry. Fallout, we got great satisfaction seeing he had to disassemble most of his front tent, crank up the support legs, get the car, attach the car, move his caravan, and then reset up everything. Took him and his partner about 25 to 30 minutes to do so. If you want to be a jerk, make sure you're also in compliance before complaining to someone else. These kinds of rules are usually more like suggestions anyway. Oh, and I also told the kids that there's a special situation here. You don't have to be quiet and consider the neighbors like normally. Instead, you can shout and play as loudly as you'd like, within the allowed times to make noise. And they did. Luckily, the other surrounding pitches were not occupied at the time, so this didn't bother anyone, but the geezer and his partner. I also got a small solace from the fact that my wife did reply to the go back to Finland comment with the age-old classic, freak you. We left the site and continued on our way the next day, as planned. I don't understand how this old geezer is going to waddle himself over and complain about somebody else violating the rules while literally standing right next to their violating rules caravan. You're just inviting an argument, in fact I think this is probably just one of their pastimes. They're old and cranky and have no hobbies, and their source of fun is complaining about rule violators and inviting some unpleasant conversation. Our next story is Travel Credit Policy, Cap 1 Travel. I'm traveling for a friend's birthday in a couple of weeks, decided to use my Capital One Venturex card and its annual travel credit to cover part of the trip. In order to do so, I have to book through Capital One Travel. No problem, as they price match. Booked on Sunday and called in today to get the price match, a whopping $25. Rep says, sorry, you have to call in within 24 hours of booking. My bad. I say, since the reservation is free cancellation, I can cancel, rebook, and then call in. Wouldn't it make sense just to price match as is? Reb says, you can do that, but is the effort worth $24.80? Now it is. Here's where it gets good. I went in and canceled and rebooked the same exact room. Only now, it was an additional $103 higher. But Expedia still has the same price as before. I booked it at the higher rate and called back for my price match. If the effort was worth $24.80, it was definitely worth $127. You know, 
It almost does not surprise me that this credit card company's annual travel credit thing is going to try to do whatever they can to find a way to nickel and dime you. I mean, shoot, they probably offer this credit hoping that you just wouldn't care enough to even use it. Or one of those things like a mail-in rebate where they offer it and it makes the price look all nice or makes it look like a alluring offer. And then they cross their fingers and hope you just kind of forget about it. Needless to say, when I look around for credit card offers or any kind of companies like that, I definitely just try to go for the most cash back universally. Whatever I can do just to find like the best offer that seems to just probably put the most actual money back in my pocket. I feel like most companies you'd have to jump through hoops and meet some clarifying details like you can only use these travel providers to get credit. Just give me cash back. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 